0: Hello and welcome back to Bourbon and Stuff. This is Carolyn with Bourbon and Stuff, and as always, my husband E is here.
1: Hello.
0: And uh, today we're doing something a little new. We are trying a mystery sample that we received from a lovely person online. And uh, this is a completely blind tasting. We just poured it maybe two or three minutes before we started recording to let it breathe. And uh, we're going to go through the whole process of smelling and tasting. Maybe trying to guess uh, where it's from, and then we'll do the reveal here on the recording. Yes,
1: sounds good. Let's get started. (laughs) Um.
0: It's really, really, really brown sugary. It is. Like, that's, right now, that's all I smell from it. I'm
1: getting a little bit of fruitiness. Just a little bit, like, faint. Yeah.
0: Ooh, okay, it's spicy. It's a little stringent. Yeah, but when you put it on your hand it's
1: really
0: spicy spicy and oaky and like a little sour
1: i dare say it almost has a bit of potential rice spice there. yeah
0: that's why that's what comes out for me i don't get any of the nuttiness or anything that's common no, there's, with there's the, no good, the the big the big names but yeah. like yeah that's 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 pretty
1: sweet <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's gonna be too bad no are you ready one i'm ready um, that's pretty good that's really good Okay, how we actually figure out
0: Okay, so I um, definitely think this is a really high rye content. Yeah. Because there's a lot of herbaceous kind of rye notes
1: to it. If not an actual rye whiskey. Yeah. Because it very well could be. Um,
0: it's very oaky. There is a little bit of that kind of appleiness to it. Yeah. Brown sugar definitely falls through. It's not caramel. It's only brown sugar because there's a little tiny bit of molasses notes to it.
1: The, the barrel influence is absolutely yeah. there. This is not young, no. potentially. There's also <laughs> a lot of
0: citrus. I'm getting a lot of
1: citrus. I'm not really getting the citrus. Oh, that's, that's, fine. Fine. that's okay. I mean, like, I've been
0: eating candy corn because, hey, it's October, so it's
1: Heck fun. yeah. <laughs> candy corn for the win.
0: Straight. I can't... I can't say this is Heaven Hill because I don't get any of the Heaven Hill nuttiness to it. I don't get nor beam I don't get any beam nuttiness to it whatsoever. I, I
1: dare say this is probably not a uh, kentucky Buffalo, a Buffalo Trace product.
0: I would even go as far as to say this may not even be a Kentucky-based bourbon. Maybe, maybe. Because it doesn't remind me of Maker's Mark. It doesn't remind me of any of the big names there. But who knows?
1: It is one that I keep going back to. I do... Yeah.
0: No, it's not bad. It's definitely one that I could drink meat for sure. Yeah. It's so good, I wouldn't even want to mix it.
1: Um, proof-wise, my best guess for this, mid-90s to maybe low-100s. I'm going to say,
0: like, 92 to 95.
1: That's fair. I could give this probably up to maybe 102. Okay. Yeah. If it's...
0: that's the case, it drinks really, really smooth for something it's... that
1: high. It's really nice. It I'm is. I'm quite happy with this. I could easily enjoy this on, on a good night, but I'm just trying to relax. Um, the warmth at warm. the back of my throat is absolutely there. Um, before we reveal... I'm not
0: revealing it. I'm peeling back the little tape right here so I can see pull.
1: No. You just like the thickly fit bits. That's okay. <laughs> so, not knowing what it is, nor knowing its price, what are your thoughts on this particular pour?
0: I think it's good. I think it's really good. This is something that um, if it's like... I'd say sub 65 or so, I would definitely buy
1: it. Yeah, pr- price point is gonna be the real deciding factor on this. If you're at about 65? Yeah, it's about 65. Personally, okay, if this is over 105 proof, I would definitely give you the 65. If it's 105 or below, I would probably go as far as like 45 to $50. God
0: forbid this is, like, an 80 proof and it drinks that hot, though.
1: Yeah, proof is in the pudding for this.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) But Um. it's a good rice spice. It's a good depth of flavor. I can't really complain about this too much. And if this is a budget option, I think this could be a good staple to have.
0: Yeah, I'm giving my phone up because uh, we're going to look up a little bit of information about it if we're not familiar with it afterwards. Uh, I will say we are going to sound like total and complete jackasses if this is, like... A weeded bourbon, zero rye, nothing. Because uh, it's very sweet, and I would not be surprised if this was weeded.
1: Yeah. Because of or, how sweet it is. Or potentially a four grade. Yes, okay. Um.
0: Well, are you ready? I
1: think so. We've, we've made our piece. That's <laughs> what we're happy with.
0: Do you have any guesses as to what distillery it could belong to?
1: You know what I dare say? Though we've talked about Beam, I think this could be one of the um, more exotic
0: I don't agree with that, that one.
1: What about you? What do you think?
0: Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Lux Row because this almost reminds me of Blood Oath. So, so Heaven Hill? Yeah. It, but it reminds me of Blood Oath.
1: Okay. We will reveal what it is in just a moment.
0: Okay, we're back, and, uh... I'm going to finally pull the sticker.
1: It's <laughs> time to reveal what this mystery sample is. And the verdict is...
0: <laughs> um, this is... Do you want the name, the date, uh, how old it is, or the proof first?
1: First, what? what's its proof?
0: 112.
1: Okay, that's really good for 112, and I stand behind my 65 and, dare say, maybe even 70.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It is a 10-year, two-month-old bottle.
1: Oh, 10-year comma and two months. Yes. Okay.
0: And it is Four Roses OESF.
1: Okay. That explains why we, well, the heavy rye, mm-hmm. and could even consider this potentially a rye whiskey. Okay. Yes.
0: And I will say the reason that uh, this is not recognized by either of us, because neither one of us are huge Four Roses uh, fans, and we actually don't have... Uh, many Four Roses options in our collection.
1: Yeah, we have uh, Four Roses Small Batch and Bullet, which, for those of you who aren't aware, source from Four Roses.
0: But I have to say, now that I've tried this, this is something that I would hunt for and I would get.
1: You mean sort of like what's that, Grape and Grain or Riverside?
0: Exactly. I would I like, would grab literally it. Literally right now. <laughs> um, What was it when we were there? What was the price of it?
1: I want to say it was around 80
0: Okay, man. Like, that's honestly, that's not bad.
1: I, I think this is good. I don't think I'd spend 80 on it if it was in the 70 range or less. Mm-hmm. I would get a bottle. I would keep a bottle. But I don't think I'd have multiple bottles.
0: But that's really good. It's,
1: it's good. It it's, drinks really nicely. It's really
0: tasty. I can understand why there is such this, like, Love. kind of cult following for the special editions of Four Roses. I, I understand it. I get it.
1: Yeah. Each of the recipes being unique. I, I can't complain about no, this one. And bit.
0: and I, I'm really glad I stood by this not being a Heaven Hill or
1: I, I just know that a little bit of the flavor profile is something I found in like the signature craft.
0: No matter what Jim Beam has though, there is that nutty undertone that is identifiable. Wow. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not unhappy with it. That's really, really good. It's nice. So, uh, thank you interwebs person. Um, we're keeping your name and where you are at, uh, private, private, because we, we don't want to reveal that without your consent. So thank you. This was absolutely amazing. We appreciate this. This was incredibly fun for us. And we do have a second one from you again that we will be doing in another episode. So thank you.
1: Yes, and uh, to go back to the uh, what the bourbon is specifically the uh, OESV, as far as I am aware, um, Four Roses has ten different recipes comprised of two different mash bills and five different yeast strains that they use. You said OESV. OESF. Mm-hmm. Get the I apologize, right, <laughs> um, and they have a their regular 20% rye mash bill and a higher rye mash bill and the five different yeast strains that impart very unique flavors. So
0: this is OESF.
1: OESF. And at 112 proof, that's actually one of their lower proof barrel strength offerings.
0: It's really really good though.
1: Yeah, I think that whoever picked this did a really good job.
0: I'm actually seeing what I can find off of their um their website.
1: Okay, so this one, this particular recipe, is a 75 corn, 20 rye, 5 malted barley mash bill. And the yeast strain is uh predominantly known for its herbal notes, mm-hmm. which definitely explains why we were getting a lot of rye and other spice notes versus like fruit or or floral.
0: Yeah. No, I think it was really good, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know really what else to say regarding this, but uh, it was good. Would buy if it was uh, sub 70. Yeah. And uh, it's something that I would drink in if I could, like, find it in a bar.
1: Sure. Absolutely. It would be a fantastic pour.
0: All right. So without further ado... As always, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. And if you choose to uh, support us, support the podcast, that would be absolutely lovely. You would be helping us do many, many things, and uh, we would be forever in your graces for that.
1: And any donations would be put right back into the podcast through either equipment investments or buying more booze that we could try and potentially even share with the various listeners. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay, there you
1: Well, remember that bourbon is meant to be shared.